BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. It's that time of year, everybody. It's the fourth quarter. This time of year, food's everywhere. Kids are everywhere, snacks everywhere, candies everywhere, medicine, you get sick all the time. I remember I got my COVID shot the other day. They asked me, did I want a flu shot? I've never gotten a flu shot. I said no. And the very next day, I got sick. <laughs> so, you know, I should have got that flu shot. It was available to me. I said, no, I got my COVID shot. It's the fourth COVID shot I've gotten, and I feel good about that. But more importantly, it's about medicine. And medicine uh, is part of our everyday lifestyle. You, you, Some people say they don't want to take medicine. They don't like needles. It's not about needles. It's about health care, daily health care, especially health care which involves small children. My next guest is Dr. Yolanda D. McElroy. She's a registered pharmacist in the state of Louisiana, been there many times. She's been there nearly three decades of retail and hospital experience. She currently works as a consultant pharmacist and serves as director of pharmacy at a specialty hospital that focuses on patients with medically complex conditions. In her children's books, It's Not Candy, Excuse me, it's not candy. She incorporates a beautiful tapestry of music and medicine that is fun yet conveys the important message of medication safety. Please welcome the Money Making Conversation Masterclass, Dr. Yolanda D. McElroy. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, great to have you on the show. Uh, I called you earlier. You know, I always, when I get to these interesting guests like this, especially on subject matter, I want to, I call my guests because I want to make sure we're on the same page and the questions that I ask that we're all comfortable with. And she said, Rashawn, fire away, you know, because this is about, you know, information that not only children need to hear, but adults need to hear. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. Now, Louisiana, what part of Louisiana? You got to tell me where you at now. You just can't, Louisiana's a big old state now. What part of Louisiana are you hanging right. out at? Shreveport, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, where you at? Shreveport, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, where you at? I'm close to Shreveport, northeast Louisiana, <laughs> so I'm about an hour and a half from Shreveport in West Monroe, Monroe, Louisiana. Absolutely. Uh, welcome there. Uh, great food, I'm sure, up in that Monroe area. Now, how did you get in the pharmaceutical field? What what attracted you there? <laughs> Uh, in, 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 you know, pharmacy. 
Right. Like a lot of kids in high school, you really don't know what direction you want to go in. So I started off in farm, um, in chemistry. I went to Gremlin State University, HBCU. Absolutely. And so I spent three years there in chemistry. I did some internships and I discovered I don't want to be in chemistry. And right here in our hometown, Monroe, there is a pharmacy school. So someone suggested that. I thought about it. I prayed about it. And I transferred to pharmacy school, and it was one of the best decisions that I made. I didn't know that. So educate me a little bit. So, so because I always thought you had to go to like a four-year school to be a pharmacist. So you're telling me that it's a school specifically that you can just go to to be a pharmacist? How many years is that, educational lane? Well, now it's probably about six to seven years because you go straight into a doctoral program. Wow. Back then, we would get a bachelor degree. Okay. And so it was about a five-year to six-year program then. And um, so I had to go back for another three years. Um, so I spent eight years total. <laughs> see, to get, see, I'm days <laughs> of degrees. I'm days of doc. <laughs> You know, you made it sound like that was like a couple of years. Okay, I'm about to, I'm about to say, why I didn't hear about this pharmacy opportunity here? Oh, somebody told me about a pharmacy school, and I went. Right. You come back in about eight years. No matter what age people are, I just tell them go because that time just goes by so quickly. You know, time is moving. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, I'll tell you right now, you you made it sound like it was a couple of years and you was out. Really? Yeah, you're very casual with that educational window there to be a pharmacist. Somebody told me about a pharmacy school and I just went. No. Uh, no, I put did, some time in. Uh, uh, when you said the word doctoral program, I went, okay, now uh-huh. she's been there for a minute there. She's been there for a minute. Yes. See, that's what stopped me from being a lawyer. You know, see, I couldn't I couldn't go okay. to school and then, then, then go to another school and then, so, right. then have to take a test. <laughs> and then they can tell me, yes. hey, you dumb. Okay. <laughs> we're going to send you back. No. No, right. Just, that final test does matter. <laughs> it does matter. So so congratulations on that. Now, now one of the passions that's led you to the development of your Medi-Managed Consulting Company. Please tell us what that's all about. Okay. Well, the, um, the mission of Medi-Managed is to just help build a healthy community just by providing education on the safe use of medications. So we want to prevent medication-related problems. We want to help increase um, medication adherence and just improve overall health outcomes in our community. Now, when you say overall health outcomes, now, what did Mm -hmm. you see? Now, because, you know, medicine, I brought you on the show because we're talking about, you know, the the children's book, It's Not Candy, and we're going to get to that. But it all starts with the adults. Now, I have a daughter, she's an adult now, but I remember, Uh you know, she, you know, you put the little locks on the, on the, on the, on the child locks on the doors, and then Uh a week later, they open in the child lock going like See, where you did good by using a child lock. A lot of people don't do that. They just leave it lying around, and that's part of the problem right there. Right. You know, it, it, really, seriously, it's it can, the people are that casual. And I'm just talking very honestly because it, or my wife and I, you know, we have bleaches underneath, bleach underneath the cabin. You have mm-hmm. uh, most of the more corrosive or dangerous items are at the lowest level 
uh, put underneath the cabinet, underneath the sink, so that is reachable for kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We don't keep them on the shelves, you know. We want to hide those things, and so right. so that's what I'm saying is that when you're telling me that Rashawn, what you're doing is kind of like it. I would think would be normal if you're a parent, and you're telling me mm-hmm. a lot of parents disregard that. A lot of parents disregard it. So there was a study that came out that says medications are a leading cause of accidental poisoning deaths in children. And so we have to really get to a point where we're training adults as well as children to safe medication practices. Simple things just like putting it up and away and out of the reach, out of the sight of the children. Lock it up if you can. Well, you, simple you, things like that. We know then the simple things like that. Do you do uh, like sessions or when, when you you know because I'm, I'm you know here's the thing when you when you mm-hmm. you always you, you're a parent and just like yes. I am and your goal is you want your you want your children to outlive you and so mm-hmm. as an adult the number one problem as we as adults is that we don't follow the rules for ourselves. Exactly. And what I'm saying is that, you know, it's just an example. I'm not going to name a medicine, but some medicine might call for, you know, a, 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 the little measuring cup every six hours. Mm-hmm. And we'll mess around and say, I'm going to take two measuring cups or a cup and a half of the measuring cup, trying to act like that right. will expedite the healing process. Your pharmacist, yes. tell my audience to stop doing that. Please stop doing that because some medications have a delay reaction. You know, we want everything right now, right now. And so sometimes it has a delay reaction. And so if you're compounding it, that is actually overdosing. You're getting too much of something. And then we have to get better with measurements. And we're actually on the medical side working on that, keeping things like if I say one teaspoonful, but you might have a cup that has milliliters on it. Right. So we got to standardize things more. So I say I'm going to take one teaspoonful and you have a cup that has like 10 mLs, but you take the full 10 mLs, that's double the dose. And so we just have to really be knowledgeable, arm ourselves. If you're not sure, I tell people, ask a professional, ask your pharmacist. Don't just go ahead and go with it. Ask questions. Try to learn your medications, learn the routine, learn the measurements. Um, other little tips like don't hold on to old medicine, put those things away. Um, make sure your doctor knows all of your medications, especially if you use more than one doctor. Old medicine? Old medicine. What is old medicine? <laughs> Okay, say you go to one doctor, or I'll say medicine that you should no longer be taking. Right. And now your health is improving, but you want to hold on to this just in case or something like that. But what happens is some people get confused on drug names, drug dosages, things change. So it's best to get rid of medicine that you should no longer be taking. Okay. Now, Mm -hmm. I went to the pharmacist the other day. You know, the, uh-huh. you know, and um, I've never, you know, I'm going to just tell you something, doctor. Okay. You seem upbeat. You seem like if I go to the pharmacist, I'll go back there. You're smiling. You're happy. 
I've never right. seen a happy pharmacist in my life. <laughs> Are they working in the death? What's going on back there behind that counter? All I want is my medicine. But it looks like they want to throw the medicine pills at me. Like they, yes. what's, what's going on? What's, why is it there are no happy pharmacists? <laughs> well, you know what? We used to be the happiest people, and it used <laughs> to be the desired profession, right? Right. But now there's so many responsibilities placed on the pharmacist that they don't have time to do their job. And just imagine, you know, people, you have this mental health crisis, people coming in with an attitude, one, you know, they go from one to 10 and, you know, so you're dealing with a lot of people, you're dealing with doctors, you're dealing with customers. So it's just, it's a lot on the pharmacist. So everybody has to be patient with one another. Oh, Really? Okay, all I want yes. is my medicine. Okay, I sit in my little chair. You know, you know, you go back ruffling right. through the little packages. I called it in. You know, please just don't be. be but but I, but I I read this summer that there was some uh, issues about the working uh, hours and the workload that's being put on um, pharmacists that they were considering striking. Correct. That is correct. You know, the pharmacists, they have to give vaccinations. Right. They have to talk to the insurance companies. They have to cancel the patients. They have to deal with, um, they have to fill the prescriptions. You may come in with one prescription, but somebody else may come in with 10 to 20 prescriptions. Wow. You just think you have hundreds of people like that. So that's why it takes so long to get your medicine hold filled. On, hold on, hold on. You mean somebody <laughs> comes in there with, seriously, you're a pharmacist. I mean, one person yes. will come in there yes. with 10 prescriptions? Absolutely. They call it polymedicine. Some people are just, you, you're treating one thing, you know, medications have side effects. Right. So then you got to treat that side effect. So it's just one thing after another. Then people have multiple diseases. Mm -hmm. So they may have heart disease. They may have asthma. You know, they have all these other things. They may have some kind of mental health um, issue going on. So... Everything is just compounded, and it's not uncommon for someone to have that many medications. Now, I see it every day. Now, before we go to our break, uh, how does one reach out to you if they want to get some information and follow up more, learn more about your MediManage Consulting Company? Okay, they can go to DrYoYo.org or MediManage.org for more information. Well, that was said I'm real professional. As we close out this break, you know, is is there an age, you know, you, know, you have teens, you have, you have, you have first of all, mm -hmm. you, we're on the show talking about three and four-year-old kids, which we're going to talk yeah. about the next break. Um, okay. And then you have, you know, uh, middle school, then you have high school, then you have not mm -hmm. all adults, you know what I'm saying, and then you have senior right. citizens. Of that age group, is it one that stands out that says, hey, we need to pay more attention to our senior citizens or we need to pay more attention to our teens? Which group do you think we need to focus on outside of the young three and four and five year old kids? I really think we need to focus on the teens. The teens are becoming, um, there is more and more drug use. There's more, and uh, because of the medications in the home, they may be getting it from the parents, but they're sharing it at school. So I really think we need to focus on the on the teens. Wow. I'm talking to Dr. Yolanda D. McElroy, uh, Dr. Yo-Yo. And when we come back, we'll be talking yeah. about her book, It's Not Candy. She incorporates a beautiful tapestry of music and medicine that is fun, yet conveys the important message of medication safety for children. It's very important. Be right back with more Money Making Conversation. This is Rochelle McDonald. We'll be
be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushan McDonald. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. You are now tuned into the Money Making Conversations Minute of Inspiration with Rashawn McDonald. Following Tamron Hall's bittersweet exit from NBC Today Show more than two years ago, a lot of people wrote her off and some said it was a mistake to leave the show. Well, Tamron Hall has overcome the odds and now hosts one of the hottest shows in daytime talk. Most important to me and for me is that folks who are at home watching know what they're getting. They're getting a real conversation. I hope they're getting smart questions. We are looking for substantive ways to make our lives better as people, as parents. The human experience is a common thread. At the end of the day, I don't want someone keeping me from my dream. I don't want someone, you know, standing in my way. I want inspiration. I want to be a better wife. I want to be a better daughter. I want to be a better mom. And so that's a big part of what we talk about on our show. If you want to hear this full interview with Tamron Hall, visit moneymakingconversation.com. Keep winning. HBCUs represent Black excellence. If you attend or are an alumnus of an HBCU, we want to hear about your story. The My HBCU Story Digital Library will allow current HBCU students and alumni to share their stories. More information is available at hbcucollegeday.com. You can upload a photo. The photo can be recent or from when you attended your HBCU. More information is available at hbcucollegeday.com. Programming is made possible in part by support from 3815 Media, led by Emmy and NAACP Image Award-winning television producer Rashawn McDonald. 
3815 Media offers social media management, podcast production, designs logos, and develops websites. Additional services include brand management and career development consulting services. More information is available at info at 3815media.com. Keep winning. If you're about to make a change in your life, and you feel uncomfortable, that's the best feeling you can have. Because for the first time in your life, you're making a decision that's gonna be best for you and not what somebody told you to do. And that's when all bets are off. Welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Our theme is there's no perfect time to start following your dreams. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For you, it may be the size of your paycheck. My next guest is Stephen A. Smith, Kurt Franklin, Christina Million. His name is Will Packer. Attorney Benjamin Crump. There are two justice systems that govern America. Deion Sanders. Purpose is tied to my passion. If I'm not passionate about it, it cannot be my purpose. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start living your own. More information is available at moneymakingconversation.com. Keep winning. Welcome back to the Money Making Conversations Masterclass hosted by Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations Masterclass continues online at moneymakingconversations.com and follow Money Making Conversations Masterclass on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're on the show promoting today, this episode is promoting health and safety. Addressing, uh, we are addressing an important issue that affects family, preventing accidental overdoses, empowering children with knowledge on medication and improving communications between the parents and the children. Please talk to me about that last statement I just, improving communications between the parent and the children. And we are talking about that. What age group are we talking about, the communication lane that you're discussing? It's really um, from four years old. You may even want to start at three years old. Up until nine to ten years old is a very important age range. We want to get them before they reach middle school and before they go to high school to really instill the importance of medication safety, how to keep themselves safe. Um, those are important. That's an important age range. Right now, when you talk about the age range, mm-hmm. how do you? You're an adult. How are you reaching this age range being that you're an adult? You're not their parents and you're walking into an environment. uh, They're not in kindergarten yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. How are you reaching them? So when I do these medication safety um, sessions, I tailor it toward the age group. So, you know, you're talking to a little four-year-old, you can't, It'll be different from the nine-year-old. So I try to tailor it, just keep it as simple as possible. No big words, just like, you see this bottle, don't touch it. You know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Because all the children, they're so important. They're so valuable. And I want to say our elderly are, too. I thought about that (laughs) before we went to break. We're all important. We're all valuable. But we want to get them early and steal that training so they can learn how to make good decisions that would carry on through their adulthood. Now, with that being said, please elaborate on your vision for your book, you know, because it's important. I know it's important, but what, 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 what motivated you, you know, you know, was it a personal crisis Mm -hmm. in your life or a relative or something you read in the newspaper that said, you know, I got to do this. 
it wasn't a personal crisis, but um, in our ministry, we would take our youth to um, a hospital for children with mental health issues. They were either homicidal or suicidal, and we would just minister to them and just spread the love of God and give them hope and joy. And so just working with children in that aspect um, just became a passion of mine. And so the book is based on actual events. Um, I had when I was in school working on my clinical, mm-hmm. I had to create a community service project mm-hmm. and I chose medication safety for children. And so in that, I created a song just to make it fun, make it memorable. And I have actual demonstrations when I do the sessions where medicines actually look like candy and we try to see can they tell the difference? And most of the time, the children and the adults cannot tell the difference. And so that is my main motivation because many medication related injuries, they are preventable. Right. And so the book is just designed to help um, arm and just equip the parent and the child with knowledge that would help prevent those medication related um, injuries or bring harm. Okay, cool. Let's, let's bring it on back home to the parent because this is the whole issue. You know, you, you know, you can go to these schools, you can talk mm-hmm. to these children that you don't know, but somehow you care about them. And like mm-hmm. you said, there's some parents out there don't latch cabinets, don't put safety locks on doors, you know, keep dangerous chemicals and medicines at reachable levels for these kids. And I say mm-hmm. that this time of year because of the <laughs> fact that, you know, and I know this for a fact, when Halloween hits, candy is everywhere and the candy gets smaller, yeah. too. And candy can look like medicine sometimes can look like exactly. chiclets can look like little, little uh, chiclets and all that all these little gumdrops mm-hmm. and all these things and so <laughs> that means that we have to be even more important because of the fact that you you halloween you're getting it and so you can see your child eating something you can think they're eating candy yes. and not thinking anything about am i correct that is so true. And now an even bigger problem are these edibles that are in the homes. The children are getting, getting sick from edibles. They're taking it to school and they're sharing it with each other and they're getting sick. They're being rushed to the hospital. And I like to tell people that it was a Virginia mother that was charged with murder after her four-year-old son dies from eating THC gummies. So even when we talk about medications, we I have to include edibles because there's so much marijuana in the homes now that they have to know that you need to put even those things up in a way because kids think it's just a, a tasty snack, you know, a good-looking snack. It may be a cookie. It may be a gummy. It may be a brownie or anything like that. So we have to be vigilant in educating our parents on how to keep their children safe. Okay, now let's talk about the putting together the book, okay? Because mm-hmm. everybody has a bright idea. Like you told me, because I, I had to slow you down. You the one told me, you know, you heard about this pharmacy school over there. You just went over there. Next thing you know, it sounded like it was two years. It was eight years, okay? So <laughs> so I got to slow you down when you start talking about putting together okay. this book. Your, your inspirational window right. is a lot bigger than you lead, up, lead us to believe. So you, right. you had this idea for a book. How did you start putting it together? And how did you start motivating yourself that this was something that was necessary to be achieved. Right. Okay. So when I got the idea, actually it was my pastor that 
um, sowed the seed. She was like, you need to put that in a book after the presentation. There you but go. it wasn't until a couple of years later there you go. that <laughs> God reminded me to write the book. It's like I heard it. Write mm-hmm. the book. And so I just started researching. I researched for like a year because I had no idea where to start. So I would talk to people that had a book. I would research. Do I self-publish? Do I go through a publishing company? So I researched for like a year. And finally, I settled on um, someone, a pastor that has a publishing company, and he just helped me. We put together a team, an editor. I found an illustrator, and it just went from there. Now, when people listen online here, I'm also want to use your approach to advising mm-hmm. them. If they have a dream, if they want to write a book, what were some mm-hmm. of the hiccups that you encountered in putting together your dream? I tell people, if you have set yourself a budget, you may want to double it or triple it <laughs> because uh, every step, it seemed like I needed more money for it. It didn't work out. So I had to pay to get something else done. So, and I always tell people to be patient um, and don't give up. Right. Just keep at it. Keep researching. Surround yourself. I surrounded myself with other authors. I try to learn from them. I even went to an author's class. Mm-hmm. So if it's something they want to do, research, take a class if you have to. Just arm yourself with knowledge now, is now, what I would do. Now, Dr. Yo-Yo, are you rapping, in, are you rapping on this uh, book? Are you rapping or music yeah. ta- I heard the word yeah. music tapestry Look, you know because Dr. Yo-Yo sound like sounds like a rapper to me now okay you sound I sound like a rapper I ask the kids all the time do I look like a rapper you no, know so no, I give them no. some corny little rap and they be like oh that's that's terrible you know well you know you know when you go from Yolanda to Dr. Yo-Yo that sounds like you about to rap here but I want to congratulate right. you because like I said you know the company met a man met Medi managed consulting uh-huh. is needed, and I, I want. I'm happy I brought you on the show. But as we close, can you tell us again how we can uh, find out more information and and learn more about your incredible uh, book? It's not candy, and okay. it's about saving young kids from parents who need help. Yes, you can go to dryoyo.org or medimanage.org, get information. We look to partner with organizations. We have school districts that buy the books, um, and they put it in the classroom so the teachers can read it to the students, just looking for um, partners just to get the book out there, get the message out there. It's the most important thing um, because our children are important and their lives are valuable. And so together we all can help build a healthy community just by arming ourselves with that knowledge um, of medication safety. Thank you, Dr. Yo-Yo, for coming on Money Making Conversation Masterclass. You were fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. And again, next week, and thank you guys for listening to my uh, three episodes of The Value Proposition. I'll be back next week. Again, just the holiday season. Take time to rest and take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Money Making Conversations Masterclass. Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushan McDonald is produced by 3815 Media Inc. More information about 3815 Media Inc. is available at 3815media.com. And always remember to lead with your gifts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 